Hello and welcome to Epic Healing Transformations. The purpose of this podcast is to create a safe place to heal, transform, and evolve. Your host, Michelle Manning, is a creator of the quantum soul clearing process. Each week, we'll be bringing you new and innovative ways to heal and transform every area of your life, emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially, so you are free to bring your gifts and talents into the world, to become the best version of who you are designed to be and to help revolutionize the world. This show will inspire you, lift you, connect you, and give you access to the most cutting-edge healing resources anywhere on the planet. This is the Epic Healing Transformations Podcast. Hello and welcome to Epic Healing Transformations. I am Michelle Manning, your host and curator. I've wanted to do a podcast for years now, and I feel like I finally found my true voice. You know, we all have stories. Some stories are positive and move us forward, and others, well, those stories tend to limit us and keep us from reaching our true potential in life. You know, on the surface, I look like I'm just like an average person. I was born into a typical middle-class family and, you know, raised in a typical middle-class sort of neighborhood in a middle-class Utah town. But I was born with multiple intuitive gifts and the ability to help others heal. And those gifts were not just not valued as a child and young adult. They were ridiculed and bullied when I got into junior high school. And that bullying, that, that dis honoring of my gifts created a story. It changed my life. And so I quickly learned that it wasn't safe to be me. I didn't have any mentors growing up. I mean, it was, it was pretty much rural Utah when I was growing up. There weren't even a million people yet in the state of Utah. And by the age of eight, though, I had had a life-changing event when my grandfather died. I believed at the time that I was responsible for his passing, even though I wasn't. I'd been raised in the Mormon church and told that God answered our prayers. And because of my unique gifts, I'd always had a really close relationship with the angelic realm and nature spirits and with God. Much of what I observed and knew to be true, though, didn't really completely jive with what I had been being taught at church. But I just thought that at some point it would all come together and make sense. But the night that my grandfather died, and I remember it as if it had happened just last night. I remember my grandmother pounding on the window in our unfinished edition of the house I grew up in. I was asleep in the room nearest the edition and immediately woke up to hear her terrified screams for my dad to come quickly because something was wrong with my grandpa. I remember looking out the window to see it raining and then my dad rushing down the stairs, pulling on his shirt and buttoning his pants as he ran to help. And on his way down the stairs, I heard him calling to my mom to call an ambulance. And this was before 911. I remember asking my mom if grandpa was going to be okay, and she said she just really didn't know. And so I did what I'd been taught to do, and I knelt there in the middle of my bed and began praying with all the faith and the sincerity that I had, just pleading with God to spare my grandpa's life and make him well. And then a little while later, I heard the ambulance come, and soon afterwards, I saw my dad walk back into the house with tears just streaming down his face, and he sat down on the hearth in the living room and just sobbed because his dad had just passed away. And it was the first time I saw my dad cry, and 
I'm, I was born an empath. And so all of this emotion, all of this grief and all of this terror, not just of my own, but of my family's just hit me and locked into my heart and locked into my body. But also in that moment, something broke within me. Based on my religious teachings, I believed that somehow I wasn't good enough or worthy enough to have my prayers answered. And in that moment, I realized I'd lost my grandfather. But more than that, I lost my God. I lost my church. I lost myself. I lost me. And, you know, I, I just took it on as it was my fault. And I was too ashamed to admit that, uh, that I thought it was my fault. And so I stuffed all that grief and that shame and that sorrow. And I vowed to never use my gifts again. And I remember consciously shutting off all of those gifts completely. Well, the next day, my mom sent me to school and we had show and tell. And my cousin Ricky got to tell first that his uncle had died the night before. And I was up next and said, and Ricky's uncle was my grandfather. And I burst into tears. And I ran back to my desk and put my head down and just sobbed. And some of the boys in the class laughed and called me a crybaby. And I just remember thinking, I deserve this. It's all my fault. Well, I went into a pretty deep depression right around that time because there was just so much unresolved grief. And I think I was also taking on the depression of my family, my dad, my, he, my grandpa was really the glue that held the whole family together. And my grandparents lived next door. So, you know, I was constantly at my grandma's house. And of course she was just in complete grieving and mourning over the love of her life. And a couple of weeks later, there had been a picture that was taken for Christmas cards. And in this picture, <laughs> everybody is smiling. It's my mom and dad and my little sister and my little brother and my youngest brother. I hadn't been born yet. So there was just the five of us. And, and there I was just, you know, attempting to, to smile for the camera. And I have the most sad pitiful attempt at a smile on my face. And you can see in my eyes in that picture, the pain of that loss and just how shattered I felt. I mean, my grandpa was my best friend. He was my mentor. He, he taught me about life and gardening and checkers. And, you know, he just, he was, he was the love of my life. He was the light of my life. What I didn't know then, but what I know now, is that all of that unprocessed grief and the decision to shut down my gifts was also shutting down my life force energy. And I ended up getting really sick in my 20s. I was diagnosed in 1986 with rheumatoid arthritis. It was the perfect storm of circumstances that catapulted me into having to find out how to heal my own body and my life. My first rheumatologist looked me square in the eye and said, Michelle, get your affairs in order because within six months, you're going to be in a wheelchair and in a year, you'll be in a rest home. I was 26 years old. And then he went into a rant about how food had absolutely nothing to do with anything. And people will tell you, and you know, blah, 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 blah. And I remember my first reaction to that was, fuck that. I don't bloody think so. I have two kids to raise and no one to raise them. Sorry, I tend to have a potty mouth occasionally, and especially when, especially when somebody says something like that to me. But 
looking back, it was one of the best things that he could have said to me because it brought out my fighting spirit and it made me realize that he didn't have answers and that I had to figure out something if I was going to live. And sure enough, you know, I followed Western medicine and Western medicine completely failed me. Within six months of my diagnosis, I was almost bedridden and I was in so much pain. Here I was, 26 years old, had two daughters, ages four and seven, and I was in constant excruciating pain from, I, even my hair hurt, it felt like, you know, I mean, from my head to my feet. And it was so bad that I, I kind of dragged my right leg behind me because it just, it didn't work. And at the time, I had absolutely no knowledge or of anything alternative, I, not nutrition, not, not anything. And my family were scientists. I, I come from a very scientific medical background, and I knew nothing about herbs or homeopathic medications, energy medicine, like I said, nutrition, <laughs> and honestly, energy medicine, that term had not even been coined yet. I, I, that was just, I mean, that, was, that wasn't even in vogue yet. But honestly, that was also a hidden gift because it forced me to start finding answers. Now, remember, this was before the internet. So I had absolutely, I mean, I had to really go looking. My, my resource was the University of Utah Library and my local library. We were living in Park City at the time. But what was so fascinating was that as I started to look for answers, the answers started to find me. So, like I said, we were living in Park City at the time, and I had a, this fresh squeezed orange juice business, and I did orange juice and carrot blend, carrot juice, and you know all these different types of fruit and vegetable blends. And it was off season, and I had just delivered this batch to one of the convenience stores in town. And as I was driving home, I remember having one of those pointed conversations that I sometimes have with God, where I was just so angry, and I remember saying out loud. Oh, God, I've done everything I know what to do. I just can't believe that this is what you've intended for me, to live in this kind of pain. You need to freaking point because I don't know what else to do. And I'm just, I'm not getting it. What the hell do I have to do? And I drive, I drive into the driveway, and as I'm walking to the house, the phone starts ringing. And I pick it up, and it's a call that would ultimately change my life. And it was my neighbor that just lived up the hill from me. And she was calling to invite us to a neighborhood barbecue picnic at her home that weekend. And all I could think was, ugh, I really don't want to go. And then that voice that sometimes talks to me inside my head says, yeah, you're going. And I take this big breath, and I agreed. And I said, okay, what can I bring? And she says, it's potluck, just, you know, bring something. Well, long story shorter, uh, we go to this barbecue and we're, we were just kind of shuffled off into the corner with the other not so socially acceptable neighbors. And, you know, I just, I was, I just remember feeling so uncomfortable and I happened to sit between this couple and they were talking about this homeopathic pharmaceutical company. Now, I didn't have a clue what homeopathic meant, but I sure knew what pharmaceutical meant. And so I turned to the woman sitting next to me and I showed her my poor little hands. And, you know, at the time they were just, they were just in these kind of claws, um, but they were about three times the size that they should have been. My fingers were, and they were just pure white. And uh, I was just, I was so sick. And I, 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 said to her, you know, I just, I couldn't help but overhear your conversation. Do you think there's anything that you might be able to do for me? 
and she reached down and gently held my hands and looked at them. And she looked at me with such compassion. And she said, come to my house tomorrow at two. And she gave me her address and phone number. And I, I, I thanked her and went home and then, you know, went up there at the, at the next day at the appointed time. And she sat me down and spent this three hours with me going over and, and completing the most comprehensive intake I have ever had. And she asked me about every illness, every childhood illness I'd ever had, any trauma, any drug use that I'd ever had, I mean, ever had from antibiotics to vitamins to, you know, the foods that I was eating to, uh, you know, any, any anesthesia that I'd ever had. I mean, everything that had ever, ever happened to me. And I'm thinking, what has this got to do with the price of tea in China? And then, and then afterwards, she hooked me up to her body scan machine and she did some point testing on all of my fingers and toes on all of the meridians. So she does this and then she comes up with a couple of homeopathic remedies that she sends home with me in these little envelopes. And I was supposed to take four tablets under my tongue every four hours. And she warned me as I'm leaving. She said, you know, you're, you're on some pretty powerful drugs. And I was taking some fairly high doses of prednisone and I was doing gold injections and super high doses of ibuprofen that were just, uh, I, I can't even imagine what my kidney and li- kidneys and liver were looking like. But, um, and she said, you know, you might have to choose at some point which route you want to take, you know, whether it's going to be natural medicine or allopathic medicine, because sometimes they don't, they don't they don't go together. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, you know, we'll see. So I went home, sat on the couch, and I took the first dose. And the only way to describe what I felt was this life force energy flowing back into my body. And the pain that I was feeling began to subside a little bit. And, and I had more mobility. It's like my fingers kind of got unstuck and unfrozen. And it was like, oh, this is just miraculous. And so for the next couple of days, you know, I would take my homeopathics. I was still taking my medications. And I kept experiencing this ebb and the flow of feeling really good and then feeling like everything just stopped. And so after a few days, I decided to stop taking my medications from the doctor. Now, let me be very, very, very clear with you. I do not recommend this because it can be very dangerous. So please don't do what I did. Don't just stop taking medications, especially if you're taking steroids or, you know, any other thing. You need to wean yourself off and you need to work with a medical professional to do that. Um, But I didn't know better. And and what I didn't know is, especially with steroids, um, you can go into convulsions and you can die. So, so again, just don't do this. But I will say that um, because of that, I had the most horrific headache that I've ever had for about three days. But I do remember waking up on the morning of the fourth day. And, you know, I'm, I'm the person who just, you know, really stretches and moves in the morning. And before I would start to stretch, it was like, oh. And just, you know, freezing because it was so excruciating to move. But on the morning of that fourth day, I could move my body. And it didn't take me an hour of trying to move my limbs and all of my joints. It only took me about three or four or five minutes before I was standing on my feet. The difference was astonishing. Now, 
that was really the beginning of my healing journey. And there's so much more to the story. And, you know, I'll, I'll tell more as we go through uh, the next few podcasts. And, you know, over the course of time, you'll, you'll learn to know all about me. And, but ultimately what I realized, and it's really been confirmed by science since, is that all of the emotions that I didn't know how to process had gotten shoved down into the cells of my body and stuck there, creating pain and changing how my DNA and my genes were expressing. Compounded on top of all of that was my diet and my lifestyle that had created very toxic, very acidic conditions in my body, which changed how my body um, was working. It allowed this huge overgrowth of candida in my body. I was also struggling with a heavy metal overload and on top of it all, I was also in an adrenal crash. So it was really this perfect storm for a profound illness. And it took me a lot of time to unravel and unwind all of the causes of this. But really, you know, the beginning was these stuck, hidden emotions and the stories that I was subconsciously telling myself that were programming me for struggle and failure and illness and lack. Those stuffed emotions created emotional programming that also determined every choice I made and how much financial abundance I was consciously allowing myself and my family. It was those hidden emotional patterns that kept me playing small for years and never daring to be the person that God had really created me to be. So now I want to begin to share with you my healing journey as well as some of the world's most cutting edge, effective healers with some of their healing protocols that can help you overcome your own health issues, your own subconscious programming, and help you to become everything that you're designed to be too. We right now are at this unique point in history of mankind. Never before in recorded history have we had the technologies, the scientific and spiritual technologies that are being developed every single day. There are new scientific and quantum healing discoveries in every branch of science and spirituality that are expanding our awarenesses of ourselves, our world, and our universe. And what we're finding is that science and spirituality are really kind of both sides of the same coin. And, and the technologies that are coming out are really bridging those worlds. But the amount of information that's available to us is expanding exponentially to the point that many of us are on complete information overload. It feels like time has sped up, that change is happening at such a rapid rate, and people are really having trouble keeping up. Additionally, most, if not all, of the systems that we've relied upon to remain constant in our lives are beginning to fail us. You know, our world economies, our banking systems, our school systems, our government systems, and many of our religious systems are really beginning to crumble. We've got natural and man-made disasters that are being reported all over the planet, not to mention, you know, how this all impacts us consciously and subconsciously, plus our own personal daily challenges, you know, the job stressors, the relationship conflicts, deaths, divorces, illnesses, kids, school, you know, whatever it is that's going on in our lives are all compounded by these global energies. It really feels like we're being bombarded from all sides, and, and we really are. As our outside world is changing and often negatively impacting us, our inner selves are also changing and evolving 
as our local, regional, and national events impact us individually and collectively, we find ourselves feeling fearful and overwhelmed, overstressed, and unable to understand or cope with the changes. And, you know, it can, it can feel like, it just feels like insanity sometimes. And I get it. I, you know, I've, I've been in the middle of it. And on the surface, it looks and feels awful. But I actually believe it's a gift. And I can hear you say, right, how is all of this a gift? Because it just, you know, what a cluster. This is just horrific. But what's happening, all of this stuff is bringing to our conscious awareness our deepest fears and our, our largest, our greatest limiting beliefs. And it's bringing it up out of the subconsciousness so that we can begin to heal and begin to create a completely different reality and paradigm for ourselves, our families, and ultimately for our world. But what do you do with all of those feelings? I mean, how do you cope when it feels like you just can't catch a break? And it's like, it's like you just catch your breath and bam, something else hits. You know, there's another something in the news or your house burns down in a fire or, you know, there's a flood or an earthquake or, I mean, whatever it is. How do you turn things around when you feel so overwhelmed, you really don't know what to do next? Well, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about on this show. I'm going to be talking to every person that I interview about their unique dark night of the soul and how they transformed their lives from the worst possible moment to something really extraordinary because we all have a story. You know, right now there's an epidemic of suicide in the U.S. and probably most of the Western world. There was an article recently in the Washington Post that suicide rates rose in all but one states between the years of 1999 and 2016. And these increases were seen across every age, every gender, every race, and every ethnicity. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention have been quoted as saying that in more than half of the deaths, the people had no known mental health conditions when they entered their lives. You know, that is so significant to me. And I think to anybody who's looking at this data, because I mean, even the deputy, the CDC's deputy director says that data is incredibly disturbing because this widespread nature of the increase in every state but one really suggests that this is a national problem hitting most communities. It's hitting many places especially hard. In half of the states, the suicide rates among people aged 10 and older increased more than 30%. And statistically, over 23 veterans are killing themselves every single day. To me, this is absolutely unacceptable. Why is this happening is my first question. And then the second question is, how do we stop it? And so one of the purposes of this podcast is to help bring resources to begin to stop this epidemic. I personally know that dark night of the soul when suicide seems like the next most logical thing to do. And it really isn't. And it isn't about the fact, you know, a lot of people, it's like, well, you know, why would they kill themselves? And it isn't that you want to die. It's that you want the pain to stop and you don't have the resources to make it stop. 
And it's just that it's so overwhelming. And unless you've been there, you really don't know what it's like. But I want you to know that if you are in pain, emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, or financial pain, pain changes your brain, especially chronic pain of any sort. And I want you to know that you're not alone. I am here for you. I am here with resources to help. And I want you to have unlimited resources to choose from to help you when you're facing your own personal dark night of the soul. You can always reach out to me. Just email me, michelle at epichealingtransformations.com. You know, it's almost impossible to heal by yourself. We all need support. I need support. And I'm in the middle, you know, I, I do this for a living. We all need a safe place to process whatever it is that's inside of us. We need to know that there are others who understand our unique journey and that may have actually walked the same path or a similar one. It helps to know that there's somebody there to just say, I see you. I get you. It sucks. And there are answers. You know, I wouldn't be here if it hadn't been for some amazingly gifted healers, surgeons, doctors, alternative health practitioners, and a whole host of help from the divine and some amazing facilitators. And I want to model for you different ways that you can begin looking at your own challenges just a little bit differently. I think it was Einstein that said so wisely, you cannot solve a problem from the same level of consciousness that created it. So I want to welcome you. Um, I want to welcome you to this new podcast of Epic Healing Transformations. This is really a directory, a resource and a conversation with some of the most cutting edge healers and resources throughout the world. Um, this is a community for all types of answers to your most pressing health, weight loss, relationship, financial, and well-being issues. We're going to talk about some pretty heavy subjects. Um, and we're going to give you some options and some tools to help you in every single session, every single recording of this episode. I'm also going to be talking a lot about my own quantum soul clearing process. I wrote a book called Quantum Soul Clearing, Healing the Scars Life Leaves on the Soul. And it is a spiritual technology that combines science and spiritual technologies together to create a multidimensional body of work that clears energy from every facet of your life. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on my website at quantumsoulclearing.com, Michelle Manning International, and Epic Healing Transformations as well. So just know that we, all of us here at Epic Healing Transformations, are here to support you. We're here to inspire you and give you cutting-edge resources that can help you change your life. Thank you for listening to this first episode. I hope you'll stay with us. And if you've liked this episode, please share it with your friends. Rate it, review it, subscribe to the channel, and let us know how we're doing. Again, you can reach me at michelle at epichealingtransformations.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Take care. Bye-bye. This has been the Epic Healing Transformations Podcast. Thank you for listening. If this episode has inspired or helped in any way, subscribe and then please rate, review it, and share it with all your loved ones. 
We appreciate you listening and hope you've had your own epic healing transformation today. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a question you'd like her to answer on the air, let us know. Other listeners will appreciate the information too. Be sure to drop Michelle a line and share your thoughts, feelings, and experiences with her at Michelle at EpicHealingTransformations.com. Ever wonder what I'm doing when I'm not hosting Epic Healing Transformations? I'm a life and business coach, and I help guide professional women to heal the hidden programming and trauma that stands between themselves and bringing their gifts, talents, and brilliance into their real life purpose. For years, I've been working with strong, smart, spiritually connected women who know they have a message and big work in the world, but haven't achieved the financial success, relationship, love, or public acclaim they desire. By releasing the hidden trauma and programming holding them back, I've worked with hundreds of women around the world double their incomes, find true love, and achieve the levels of success and joy they deeply desire and know are possible. Now, while these things may seem to be unrelated, there are hidden patterns and negative programs that tie all of these life threads together. They're part of the unique soul pattern that's you. I mentor and guide women through the intricacies of their unique patterning to help them uncover the true gold within. My intuitive gifts, personal, corporate, and entrepreneurial life and training ultimately equip me to understand exactly what's needed to shatter the glass ceiling holding you hostage to your true life purpose and success. When you work with me, you can expect compassion, safety, humor, and dozens of powerful tools to encourage you on your paths of success. I love guiding you, holding the light and space for you as you step into the fullness of who you are designed by the Creator to be. If you're interested in working with me, just send me an email to michelle at michellemanning.com. I'd love to connect. I can't wait to hear from you.